Welcome to the Art in the 48 podcast, your Arizona arts connection. I'm composer Craig Baumler. In this episode, we explore Arizona through the lens of its film festivals. Then we'll tell you why you want to make plans now to attend the 2022 Flagstaff Mountain Film Festival. Arizona's first foray into the film industry started with three Phoenix photographers who created the Arizona Motion Picture Company, or AMPC. That was 1911, the year before statehood, and the small-scale documentaries that came out of the studio chronicled the National Guard post at Fort Whipple, a motorcycle race in Phoenix, the prison in Florence, mines in Hayden and Ray, and a big picnic among the petroglyphs in the newly christened Tonto National Forest. Features by AMPC were hardly big-screen blockbusters, but they were the first to focus the attention of the burgeoning film industry on Arizona as a location. As one would expect, Arizona's film identity has been defined by iconic scenes of wild west towns and wide-open spaces. But the state's film festivals like to present other sides as well as material from other states and countries. Although the tradition of film festivals goes back as far as the 1932 Venice Film Festival, Arizona's festivals have sprung up in recent decades, starting with the Arizona International Film Festival in Tucson, which began in 1990. Every film festival is unique, and many of them focus on a particular filmmaker, genre, topic, or region. Today, more than a dozen unique film festivals are held annually around the state, hosting films from all over the world in a variety of categories. In this episode, we'd like to introduce you to one particular hidden gem in a link back to those early productions from the Arizona Motion Picture Company. This festival also focuses on documentary films. It's the Flagstaff Mountain Film Festival. The festival's founders were friends who wanted to bring a piece of the Banff Mountain Film Festival in Alberta, Canada, to the mountains of Flagstaff. Founded in 2003, the types of films featured here give special attention to local communities and environmental concerns. In 2007, the festival even launched a program where they highlight a particular environmental concern through film and host an expert panel on the subject. A core element of this festival is its commitment to education through the student program. The student program started in 2004, serving Flagstaff middle and high school students by introducing them to educational films with accompanying curriculum. With each passing year, the program grew to meet demand, and in 2009, a second program was introduced called the Student Filmmakers Program, which provided high school students with the education and resources to create their own films. The student programs continue today with the mission of connecting local students to films that entertain, educate, and inspire, while highlighting important social, cultural, political, and environmental issues. The festival is not only about drawing attention to these issues, but also about following through with concrete actions. Festival organizers have made efforts to highlight marginalized voices and give back to the community through student and family programs. In keeping with their concern for the environment, 
The festival is also plastic-free for the third year in a row. This year, the festival is presenting over 80 documentaries covering a multitude of topics like ice climbing, Confederate monuments, recycling, indigenous languages, the wilderness of Texas, and many, many more. With their compassion for the community, the environment, and the world, the Flagstaff Mountain Film Festival is well worth a visit to Flagstaff's Orpheum Theater this spring. We hope you're enjoying this podcast. We invite you to interact with us on social media. Leave us feedback or tell the community about a local arts event you enjoyed. Connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Arizona PBS, and we may give you a shout out on the show. In 2005, the Flagstaff Mountain Film Festival founders were ready to move on to new projects, and they asked volunteer Dr. John Tvetten to take over. He's been the executive director for 17 years now, and he's here with us today to chat about himself and about film. Start with a little bit about you. Are you still an ER doctor? I am an ER doctor, absolutely. I've been doing shift after shift recently, so I'm enjoying a day off today. And in your free time, you're executive director of the Flagstaff Mountain Film Festival. I am, yes. And, you know, fortunately, that sounds like probably a lot more work than it is just by the title. But no, I I have a lot of great people that I work with here that make my role very manageable as a volunteer. Your first filmmaking experience yourself was on the Hopi Reservation, correct? That is correct. Yes, I started out trying to make an impact in the community to try to prevent people coming through the ER doors and put out a number of public service shorts that were quite effective and fun to do. I think that that intimacy of being a doctor and people really opening up to you lended itself well to trying to see what might work in film as well and and trying to create that intimacy, try to engage that person to stop all the other distractions in front of them and focus in on the message we were trying to convey. Well, as a physician, you listen to people's narratives about their bodies, and it's not unlike what we do as creators in an emotional way. Does the trust you had created as a physician, was that the foundation in hearing people's larger stories for their community? I think so. I think when you go into a community in the role of being a healer, and whether you're trained in allopathic Western medicine or indigenous medicines and herbs, you know, you're accepted in that role. And it definitely lends to people putting their guard down and opening up and seeking that sort of dialogue with you. And so it was a very valuable entry into the depths of people being able to open up about their challenges and talk about things that ordinarily would be very difficult to. We really only screen documentary films. There's a few festivals out there, like the Banff Documentary Film Festival and Telluride Mountain Film. But as you say, most of the film festivals have broader categories where they include narrative film as well. I was looking through some of the examples that are on the website, and it looks like many of them are oriented towards the native cultures. Given our location here, kind of at the border of the reservation lands and the various indigenous groups around us that were heavily influenced by them. And so that has sort of been a focus that I I would say been inherent to the film festival because documentary film 
in particular, you know, this sort of genre of mountain film is very oriented towards exploring indigenous cultures, new places, different ways of doing things. Do you have indigenous filmmakers as well? Are they able to tell their own stories rather than have Anglos come in and tell it for them? They are. And it's been a focus of ours to try to expand that opportunity. Because as you say, a lot of the films about indigenous cultures have been Anglos going to those cultures. But more and more, the opportunity exists for indigenous filmmakers to tell their own stories. And that's something that we make a a strong priority in our festival. We have a, a special session that's dedicated to indigenous voices and indigenous filmmakers. And to me, it's really one of the great highlights of our festival. And beyond that, we offer a grant for Indigenous filmmakers to try to promote their ability to get their films made. And we're also trying to expand an outreach to our neighbors on both the Hopi and Navajo reservations to try to bring our program out there and to try to do some Indigenous filmmaking workshops. So it's a, it's a strong priority for us you have just one category of film or are there subsets of documentaries? I think there are subsets. There's adventure, action, sort of sport type documentaries, which has always been a big part of mountain film. And then you have the social and cultural. And so we have a a broad program that includes all of those. So we'll have certain nights that we dedicate to different genres. For instance, we'll start out with a program that we call Act Globally that really highlights films that are conservation-based or programs that are out there in the world trying to make it a better place. As I mentioned, we'll do an indigenous program. We'll have a program for climbing. It's a big part of what Flagstaff's all about, as well as the Grand Canyon. So we highlight a number of different, I guess, subgenres with different sessions that are geared towards those. Can you give me any sneak peeks into this year's festival? One of the films we'll be highlighting and honoring is, is a local program that's called Northern Arizona Volunteer Medical Corps. There's a film about a young Haitian woman whose life was changed because this, this group exists. So it's, it's a nice portrayal of what we can do here for people not as fortunate as us. A wonderful film made by a Navajo filmmaker, Fritz Bitsoe, who's from Gallup. And he highlights a young 17-year-old Navajo young adult who got into mountain biking and decided to bring mountain biking to his part of the reservation and create trails and create an access for people out there to get into an activity that doesn't normally make its way out there. So that's a fun film. Another one on that particular night is just a wonderful story about women in Kenya who set up refuge for orphaned elephants. And it's kind of a born-free story where they nurture the elephant and go back into the wild as whole groups. And it's just a brilliantly shot piece and just an amazing story of the connection between us and the other creatures on the planet that we share it with. You know, I noticed that beyond the festival or beyond the actual showing of films, you have a lot of guests that are not filmmakers there. Well, right. So, you know, a big part of what makes it a festival is what happens in between the films. We will be having forums on indigenous issues and land acknowledgement is a big one that we're incorporating into the program this year. And we're going to begin our festival with a land acknowledgement and also end it. It's acknowledging the fact that 
there were indigenous peoples here before Europeans. And so this land that we called Flagstaff was called something other than Flagstaff when people first came to it. It's a way to, you know, connect to the culture that was here before us in a positive way and a way to acknowledge that this land has a lot of stories and a lot of wisdom before we got here that, you know, we need to consider and learn from and go forward together more strongly because of it. In women's film as well, we do a special, really fun women's film called Rad Women Rock. (laughs) (laughs) And, And it showcases the amazing, amazing adventures and different things that women are doing that have been probably secondary to the classic expeditions on Everest and other places that were mostly about men. Arts forge the best connections between peoples and cultures we're calling this film festival come together is is sort of our theme here and we're you know we're excited to be able to open the doors to orpheum theater and share this experience and it's just so much more meaningful to gather with hundreds of people and to share these and i I think it makes these films more real right now we live in a society where you can watch film and you can watch all sorts of video on the screen uh, of your computer at home and it's hard to know what's real if you're sitting there by yourself at home and seeing this but the communal experience i think makes it real it makes it it makes it vital and so hopefully people will get a chance to come up to flagstaff they can go on our website and see how to get tickets and stuff but that shared experience is it's why we keep doing it i write for the theater and so you know without our audience sitting there we don't have it so i'm I'm very appreciative of that comment of yours. I just want to thank you for your time today. And, you know, hopefully some of your listeners will be able to come on up and meet us in person and and enjoy a great experience. The Art in the 48 podcast is a production of Arizona PBS. I'm Craig Baumler. Please join us again for the Art in the 48 podcast, your Arizona arts connection.